Hello and welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins and it's great to have your company. A very special thank you to my Patreon sponsors for helping keep the podcast alive and well. You can sponsor the podcast by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. This is a podcast about El Camino de Santiago and I have to say we're growing and sharing and communicating and we're having the time of our lives. And the Camino is alive and well in our hearts and I know so many people who are heading to Europe this year to walk might be worth doing some homework you don't want to end up without a bed because as I understand it it's going to be very very busy. I perform as a musician regularly in pubs and clubs all over Australia and one of the things I say to make the audience feel welcome is there are no strangers here just friends you haven't met. Well the same could be said of the Camino. We often Walk with people who are strangers who become friends. You run into them time and time again in a village or a town. Or you see a familiar form as you're walking, someone up ahead and you say to yourself, hey, is that? And it is. It's so great. It's one of the true joys of pilgrimage, this opportunity to share your journey. And in many instances, a group will form, a flock of pilgrims, kindred spirits from all corners of the globe. And they become a Camino family. When I was a boy, my mother had a tea towel. It said, families are like fudge, mostly sweet, but with a few nuts. And one of my favorite quotes is from the American actor Michael J. Fox, who said, family's not an important thing. It's everything. So it's been a long time since I interviewed a Camino family, some three years, I think, but I'm most grateful to the American pilgrim, Kevin Murray, who reached out to get this group of pilgrims together from all around the world. Some of them are up in the middle of the night to talk to us. And I've decided to, this week, keep uh, the answers in that two of my guests will be giving in Spanish. So they're only short. You won't have to listen for very long if you don't know Spanish. But if you are working on your Spanish, it's be an opportunity for you to try to interpret their answers yourself. One of my other guests will be providing that interpretation. So let's meet the Camino family. Kevin from Reno in Nevada in the United States. Welcome to you. Dan, great to be on your podcast. Uh, Irina is in Russia, now living in Montreal in Canada. Hi, Irina. Hi, thank you for having me. Maria is in Argentina. Hey, Maria. Hello, I'm really happy to be here. It's so exciting, isn't it? Javier is in Valencia in Spain. Welcome to you, Javier. Hi, Dan. And Adrian is in Valencia in Spain as well. Adrian, hi. Hi, thank you. And Volker from Germany. Welcome to you, Volker. Hello, Dan. It's terrific to have you, like I say, from all around the world. It's also a testament to technology that we can all talk like this. I'm going to start with Maria. Ladies first. Maria, when did you get the feeling that this group of pilgrims was growing into a Camino family? Oh, uh, what a good question. I think we felt family from the beginning. We, we knew each other. We didn't all get to know each other at the same time. But we, I first met Adrian and Javi. Then together we met we met Volker. Then we met Kevin. Getting to the place where we actually got to know Irina. So 
that night, that very first night, night we shared, it was uh, really, well, we were made fond of each other. Uh, we shared a lot. It was really deep conversation and wine and guitar. And we, it was ensamblismo. We enjoyed it a lot. And from then on, we walked together. The next day, crossing uh, through Hospitales, that is the mountain up and down, uh, we, we saw a Camino family sign where we took photos. So I think we, we've been family since we met. Yeah, right. Kevin, to you, did you always walk as a group? Well, you know, I, I find this experience truly amazing because we all left different parts of the world, except for Adrian and um, uh, Jave. We all left our homes alone. We left alone. We said, what are we doing? Let's go walk across Spain. Why not? And we ended up all meeting pretty much, as Maria said, um, in San Blismo. And San Blismo for me was a truly magical night. Mm -hmm. As Maria said, we had guitar playing. We had some of the best paella I've ever eaten. Um, I walked the last five kilometers with uh, everybody but Irina. We didn't meet Irina until all of us were at San Blismo. But that was just something happened there. It was so great. I mean, it was, in fact, the hospitalero uh, Javier, he kept refilling the wine. I think he himself um, saw something really special happening there. And there were people who I would have loved to continue walking with. One was uh, Francie, who played the guitar, um, and she was great, but she ended up having some you know, issues with her feet and stayed back a little bit. Um, some of the people that were there, we would see them every day or every other day, but it was this group. Um, and one other, Eugene, who unfortunately couldn't join us today, we stuck together and we, in doing the hospitalis route, um, I think it's 22 kilometers without any services. So everyone seemed to wait for everybody. If you were ahead, you'd wait, we'd gather, we all had lunch together. Um, we happened to all be staying at the next albergue, um, which was in La Mesa. And again, this is on the Primitivo. So um, we, we in a way, because we're staying at the same place, just traveled together. And from that, from that moment on or that day on in San Blismo, we all stayed together. I mean, it just, it, to me, it's an amazing adventure. Irina, a question for you. Were you surprised to find yourself part of this Camino family? Yes, definitely. Uh, especially because my goal was to spend three weeks totally alone on the Camino. So at the beginning, I was avoiding being part of any group because I specifically wanted to be alone. And to be honest, um, the the day after we met, we all met in San Blismo. The day after, we did the Hospitalier route. And I was like, okay, well, it was a nice night. It was amazing, one of the best, but I'll probably never see these people again. And I was trying to stay behind <laughs> doing my videos and my pictures. And these people, they were like sticking together, waiting for each other. And then we had lunch together and then we all stayed 
in at the host hostel uh, at the same hostel the that night, and then I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll I enjoy walking with these people. So, so yeah, I am. I was surprised because it was not planned for me, but it was the best experience. It was amazing. Yeah, what a lovely surprise. Yeah, Javier, to you and Maria, you might interpret this, but I'll, I'll ask you, Javier. Did you feel like walking in a group and, and eventually it became a Camino family? Did it make your Camino more enjoyable? Que si disfrutaste caminar con todos y si te veías caminando en un Camino family o si te veías más caminando solo. Bueno, yo disfruto todos los momentos. Disfruto cuando camino solo. Me adapto, digamos, que a todo lo que a lo que viene. Disfruto cuando camino solo y disfruto... Disfruto también caminando con la gente, no sé. No. Me gusta todo, digamos, no hay nada que, que me disguste. ¿Y que si te lo imaginabas caminando con tanta gente o no? Bueno, es el octavo ya. <ríe> ya son ocho. Entonces, sí, no sé, ya sé lo que voy a encontrar más o menos, claro. Ok, so he enjoys both things walking uh, by himself and walking in a group. It's his eighth Camino. He's the one who most Caminos has done from the ones we are here together. And so he, yeah, he he was not surprised to find people he would enjoy walking with. Yeah, what a great answer. Adrian, a question for you. Could you find space in the group when you felt like you needed it? Eh, si encontrabas espacio, incluso cuando participabas de un grupo, eh, cuando sentías que necesitabas espacio para vos, que si lo encontrabas. ¿Para mí? Y, no, perdón, para Adrián. Sí, bueno, a ver, ahí hay momentos para todo, para caminar solo, para ponerme, a mí me gusta personalmente escuchar siempre mi música, sobre todo por la mañana, bueno, eso es la mañana, pero al final también te apetece compartir con los demás, pues un poco su vida, de dónde viene, su familia, que te cuente sus anécdotas, tú las suyas. Por lo tanto, a mí también me gusta tener ese espacio con las personas y está bien también caminar solo, pero, pero prefiero que más caminar con la gente y conocer y, y un poquito, pues eso, compartir momentos y experiencias y, y demás. Well, he says there's room for everything, to walk alone and to walk as a group. He really enjoys listening to music in the morning, for example. But then as the day goes by, uh, he wants to meet up with people to get to know uh, where they are from and how did they get there and to share moments. In the end, that's what's important. Yeah, sharing moments. Volker, a question for you on the line yeah. from Germany. Did you all walk the same distances each day or did you wander off on your own? I'm uh, before I started I have not really an idea of the camino of the camino primitivo so I uh, only um oh, I I had a book and the first day I started with a book and walked to the to the first day uh, first stop And uh, then I meet uh, Adrian and Harvey, and so I only go with them. And um, yeah, it's always Maria and Harvey and Adrian, they're watching to the next station. 
so I must not think so much about uh, about um, wood. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I, for me, it was all, all always okay to walk a long distance or a short distance, to go on the hill or not. I, it was always uh, really easy for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Germans love to walk. The Germans always love to walk. Adrian, um, I'll ask this again via Maria. Did you always find somewhere to stay where you could all find a bed or did you sometimes have to split into groups? Okay. Adrián, ¿quieres saber si siempre encontrábamos un lugar para dormir donde pudiéramos dormir todos eh, o si algunas ¿Cómo? veces nos teníamos que dividir en grupos? A ver, eh, yo creo que la mayoría de veces nos podemos quedar dormir todos juntos. Lo que pasa es que sí que es verdad que había gente que planifica más las cosas que realmente, realmente es como toca, ¿no? Planificar todo. Por ejemplo, Irina y Kevin, recuerdo que siempre iban más con... que ya tenían todo reservado y nosotros íbamos un poco más a la aventura, ¿no? Mm -hmm. Yo personalmente sí que me gusta llegar un poco a la aventura y demás, pero yo recuerdo que que la mayoría de noches pudimos dormir juntos, ¿no? O cerca, ¿no? Unos de otros, quitando igual alguna noche. Okay, so yes, most of the nights we were able to sleep all of us together. In the group we were, um, there were some of us uh, who were like more going to an adventure and there were others who were like planning a little bit more. He was saying, like, Irina and Kevin, they would make sure we would have some place to, to sleep that night. Uh, Adrián, Javi, and Folka uh, were more like in an adventure. I had my days myself. Uh, but yes, most of the times we were able to sleep all together. Some others, it was not all together, but really close. So, Javier, I want to ask you, part of the Camino, and I've certainly seen it, on my three Caminos is people going to church. Uh, I wondered if you are all the same religion was going to church part of your Camino family's journey. Pregunta que muchas veces es parte del camino ir a misa o ir a la iglesia como parte del camino. Pregunta si todos compartimos eh, una misma fe o no y si íbamos con motivos religiosos. Yo en mi caso no, no lo hago por motivos religiosos. Okay, no, he himself does not do it as a religious uh, pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah. Arena, a question for you. You're from Russia originally, now in Canada. One of the things I loved about my Camino family in 2017 was the laughter. Arena, was laughter a big part of your Camino family? Yes, definitely. <laughs> of course. And and did you enjoy making one another laugh? We did. I think we did. It was it was fun. Maria, to you, in your family, your group, did it matter what you did for a job back home? Um, no, it didn't matter. We all we all have different professions, and we dedicate our life to different things, really different <laughs> things. Yeah. So no, it only gave us another uh, reason to chat and get to know each other and learn from each other, also. Yeah, yeah, because it really doesn't matter, does it? If you're a pilgrim, it doesn't really matter what you do for a job. But that's one of the great things about keeping it as simple as possible, um, just being who you are on the Camino is all that matters. 
Volker, a question for you. Were some of you walking faster than others to keep up with the group? Or were some of you slowing down so you wouldn't get too far ahead? Um, um, I think, uh, the, um, yeah, we, we, was, uh, we have a different, uh, different speed. So, um, it was, uh, Harvey, he was, the, well, it's, it's, it's from day to day. It was different, Yeah. but, uh, Harvey, he was the guy with the most uh, potential to be, to be fast. Um, then we have the, we have uh, Eugene, Irina, Maria, they had problems with uh, black blisters. So they was not so fast. <laughs> uh, in the uh, really fast was uh, Kevin and Adrian too. Uh, and I was fast too. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, uh, uh, Maria might ask you this question. Um, tell us about music being a part of your family pilgrimage, the Camino family. Was music a big part of it, Adrian? Eh, Adrian, ¿quieres saber si la música fue parte de nuestro camino? Si fue una parte importante como de unirnos o de una parte importante como tal. ¿Pero a nivel personal o a nivel del grupo? Las dos. A nivel... A las dos. Entendí que sí. Sí, fue... A nivel personal, sí que a mí me gusta escuchar muchas bandas sonoras de, de películas, así como Breve Heart, Gladiator, cosas así, por la mañana. Y luego a nivel grupal sí que tuvimos nuestras canciones, ¿no? Como cuando estuvimos en la, la orquesta esa de Lugo, ¿no? Como la de Volando, <risa> la de Estopa también, ¿no? La de no, Jarabe de Palo también, recuerdo que la cantamos mucho. Sí que hubo momentos también para compartir música juntos. Con Irina también compartí mucha música, así más en plan de, de los 80, música inglesa. Y sí, hubo momentos para compartir juntos, también a nivel individual, o sea, ambas. Well, yes, music was part of our camino. For him himself, he has favorite bands he would listen to, which I don't now remember but he just mentioned and then together as a group we also had songs together there was this one song which we went um, to to a band playing at that moment in Lugo it was the San Froilan feast and we listened to one that says volando voy volando vengo por el camino yo me entretengo and we would sing that song over and over all of us together as we walked by Then he shared with Irina some songs from the 80s, uh, which they both enjoyed. And we, we had many songs we, we enjoyed together. Irina, tell us why you chose the Camino Primitivo. And you all ended up on the Primitivo together. Why the Primitivo and not the Frances? So originally, I started on Camino Norte. So I started in Santander. And my original plan was to walk Camino Norte till the end. But as I started walking and I started talking to people, um, I started hearing a lot about Camino Primitivo, how amazing it was, how picturesque it was. And for a lot of people who walked like multiple Caminos, like over 40, they said Camino Primitivo was one of their favorites. And 
that there would be a way to split, like to to switch for the Camino Primitivo along the way. And I started reflecting and thinking about it. And and yeah, when, when I got closer to Aviedo, I made a decision to switch for Camino Primitivo. I have no idea why. I guess the mountains will call on me. <laughs> so I I felt like I had enough time I spent on the coast and I decided to to take the mountain route. So was it difficult, Arena, the up and down of the Primitivo? It was difficult, but the Norte was quite challenging as well. I would say Camino Primitivo was a little bit more challenging. So yes, it was definitely, it wasn't easy, um, especially with a heavy backpack. But I, yeah, I do not regret. I really enjoyed it. Javier, a question for you. Arenas, they're saying that some days were challenging on the Camino Primitivo. Was it easier because you were part of a family and you were able to support one another? Dice que Irina le contaba que había días que por esto de las subidas y las bajadas como que se hacía más eh, difícil, que si el hecho de estar acompañados y ser la Camino Family hacía que fuese más fácil por ahí llevar ese esfuerzo físico. Sí, yo creo que sí. Yo creo que se hace... Sí, se lleva mejor. Al final es... No sé, unos llevan a otros. Y no sé qué decirte. Sí, yo creo que sí. Solitario. Si lo haces en solitario, supongo que... Eh, bueno, puedes tener más preocupaciones. Yo creo que ir a acompañar te da bastante más seguridad. So, yes, he thinks that being together and being uh, part of a Camino family makes it easier uh, because we each of us help one another and make the other one continue. So if someone were to do it alone, they would have more, uh, they wouldn't feel as secure as we feel felt together. Ah, yes, yes. So, Kevin. What was the best part of having this flock of pilgrims moving across the landscape together? Well, you know, I mean, just having the, the I was I didn't know what to expect. Um, I've listened to your podcast. So I'd like to say I, I tried to, you know, um, educate myself and find out those tips and tricks and, you know, cheats. And so you do what you can, but you have no idea what your experience is going to be. Um, but but that night in San Bolismo where we all met, I mean, it 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 I was shocked. And I think Camino families happen a lot. And I, I have to tell you, it was just an absolutely amazing experience um walking across Spain for a week with all of these people. Um, I mean, it's it, one of the highlights of my life. The first part of my Camino, I did the San Salvador the Salvador, I guess, from Leon to Oviedo. And that's truly in the mountains of Spain. It is an amazing, an amazing Camino. And uh, I did it with with a gentleman I met leaving Leon, and it was just Byron and I for three days. We didn't see any other pilgrims. Um, it was just us. So I got that and for, for maybe three, four, five days. It was just me. Um, and then after that, I met this group and I, I couldn't have been happier. I mean, it was just so much fun. And Dan, I don't, I don't know if I, if you know, but I mean, it, 
I'm very lucky that they they allowed the old man to join the group because you know I'm twice as old as the youngest people in this the, the youngest person in this uh, Camino family here, um, and I, I'm definitely a lot older uh, than the next eldest. So you know, pushing sixty, I I I can't be more thankful. I mean, what a journey it was. <laughs> So did you uh, were you able to keep up with them all the time Kevin? Well, y yes, um I I think I I held my own having to do the or not having to do but getting to do the Salvador beforehand. You know, in 3 days you climb, I'm hoping I do the conversion right, you know, roughly 4500 meters, um 14,000 feet. Wow. Um, and in and, and three days, wow. um, the, the, the Primitivo, we did that in 10 days. So, um, I also live at, at a 1500 meters or 4,500 feet. So I'm in altitude all the time. Um, it's Spain, you know, maybe we would hike up to the altitude. The top I was at was the altitude I live at maybe 5,000 feet. Um, so I, I really didn't have too much of a problem i thought they may disagree <laughs> so maria um 10 days walking the primitivo you must have been walking about 30 kilometers a day were you well it was 13 actually but as we met kevin later on i think that's why kevin just oh. said 10 i think right i think but yeah, we did uh, between 20 and 30 kilometers each day. Uh, the ones with, with 30 kilometers, they were like really tough. Uh, but me, myself, for example, I was planning uh, my Camino Primitivo in 14 days. But these amazing people I have the luck to have met were planning it on 13. So I tried to keep up <laughs> and I did. And it was amazing to get there together. When Volker, you asked about the speed, I was definitely the one behind always. They would, <laughs> they would wait for me each time. They would leave bananas for me on the way so that I wouldn't get hungry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we did between 20 and 30, depending on, on the next, uh, town we were aiming to get to and yes, the ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. And so Maria, what did you enjoy most about walking with a Camino family? Oh, uh, so many things, but I think what I, what I learned from each one of them. We had really amazing times together. Uh, where we shared, before going to bed, we shared dinner, we shared lunch, we, we shared many moments, but then we had the opportunity to each one of us share um, moments with each other, you know? So we really got to know each other a lot. I yeah. think most here know I don't know, parts of me, which not many people here in Argentina know about and sharing, sharing and learning from the different experiences that had brought us to the Camino and together. That's what I most treasure. How wonderful. And Volker, did you get a sense when the Camino finished 
that you were very sad? Did you feel like, oh no, I, I'm not going to get to see these people anymore? Oh yes, it was all. It was um, in more steps. It was the first evening uh, um, in Santiago, as uh, I think as Harvey e Adria, and Adrian uh, go to the train. Then we was everyone sad. Then I, uh, I think the next. I think then Maria goes and we was uh, sad again. Then uh, we had, I think, one day. Then Irina goes in the morning and <laughs> we were so sleepy, so we are not realized that we are sad. But then, then we wake up and think, oh, we not go with Irina to the station. Then we say to Eugene, bye-bye. <laughs> then I go with Kevin drinking coffee. <laughs> and then Kevin goes and then say, say goodbye. And then I was alone and was sad. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think it was not not uh, to say good because we know we see us we see us again. So it not really was um, to say goodbye. Yeah, I think because uh, we I think in October eventually we see us again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So. That's great. So you're going to catch up again. I'm going to ask you all some questions that I always ask my guests. Um, Javier, uh, via Maria, who was the boss of the family? Who made all the decisions? Javi, que, que quién era el jefe de la familia? ¿Quién tomaba las decisiones? Mm, yo creo que no, no había ningún jefe. No sabría decirte. A lo mejor vosotros os ocurra alguno, pero yo no me parece que hubiese ningún ningún jefe. Yo creo que había mucha libertad. So there was no uh, there there was no boss making the decisions. There was uh, a lot of liberty in our Camino family. Ah, how lovely. Okay, Adrian, a question for you. Who was the big softy in the group? Okay. Eh, no, que quién era como el más eh, sentimental o que por ahí tentaba a ir a llorar o que, que trataba de que todos disfrutaran del momento como más espiritual, pero no en un sentido religioso, sino en un sentido como más profundo. Bueno, pues yo pienso que la que más quizás fueras tú, ¿no? La que más pendiente estaba de todo el mundo, de organizar todo, de preocuparte, de de que todos nos divertiésemos, pendiente un poco de todos. Yo pienso que a nivel de, de estar encima de la gente y de estar pendiente de las cosas y que todo saliera bien y tal, yo pienso que, que fuiste tú. Uh, Dan, he says that me, María, I was the one who was trying to make everyone feel um, well, welcome and enjoying the moment. And was that something that you thought, María, that you would be doing on the Camino? No, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think it would. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what Adrian was going to answer. Uh, I really enjoyed sharing with all of them. So yeah. if it was that way, it was natural. Yeah, wow. What a lovely surprise for you to hear that from your, your Camino brother. 
Uh, a, yeah. a question, Maria, about logistics. If somebody's listening, and indeed somebody will be listening to this for the very first time, wondering whether they should do the Camino, what should I make sure that I pack in my backpack? Oh, uh, for me, it would be um, a tupper. I think it's said like that in English. Uh, you know, for food. Tupperware. Yeah, Tupperware. <laughs> Yeah, like a Tupperware, yes. Uh, I always took a Tupperware with me and I, I made sure that when there was a, a supermarket, I would have something on me to eat because as they said before, I was always the last one behind mm -hmm. and I needed my energy. And then I would say they should take a notebook uh, for sure because you know, the Camino is always surprising you each day with a different person, with a different um, sea, no, not a sea, um, what you look at. Yeah, the view, I'm yeah. Missing my words, mm. view, with a different view and with experiences which you are not quite able to put down on notes, but uh, I did take some notes and reading them and going through them again, it takes me back so I can relive that experience. So a book and a tupper. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, what's something that I could leave at home that I don't necessarily need to take? I'll give you the physical ones. I brought an inflatable pillow I never used. Um, I brought gaiters um, for for my shoes. I tried them. I didn't think they were necessary. No, they're 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 more of a pain in the butt than anything else. Um, but the one thing you know, and I've listened to many of your podcasts, so I knew what questions you were going to be asking. And I thought for this. For this question, my answer, and I'm going to go a little bit more philosophical on this, is one thing I brought too many of was years. And for the people listening, if the Camino's on your heart, don't wait until you're in your late 50s. I went with way too many years. I wish I would have started at the same age that Maria started, that Adrian, that um, Irina, Volka, Pave, I mean, they have so many more uh, Caminos ahead of them. And I too have a lot of Caminos ahead of me. I, I really feel that, but boy, if I could have left something behind, it would have been about 30 years. Yeah, wow, what a great answer. That's a great answer. I just saw pop up on the screen um, for the listeners at home. Uh, we're on a Zoom call and you can message one another and they're furiously messaging each other the whole time, this Camino family. And when I said, what's something I should definitely pack? Javier said, uh, earplugs. And I think that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing to include. Uh, Arena, uh, I'm going to ask you, if I could magically take you back to one place on the Camino, where would it be? and why that would definitely be some blismo where we all met and i was the last one to join the group and that night was just magical i totally agree with kevin what kevin said it was something it was very unique so i spent so many nights before with different groups and i stayed at different al albergues and the 
ambiance sometimes was amazing as well, but this group was special. And like during the night, at some point, I was just looking at everybody. Um, one of the girls was playing the guitar and everybody was singing. And I just realized that everybody is on their phones, but not to be on their phones, to like to be on social media. But everybody was looking for the for the lyrics for the songs that we were singing, uh -huh. and nobody left. We were singing for probably like two to three hours. Nobody was leaving the table, and um, it was also my mom's birthday and Kevin's wife wife's birthday, and we FaceTimed them, and everybody was singing happy birthday to to them. So, yeah, it was very special. So definitely some Blismo, where we all met just to start and do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How fantastic. So Volker, uh, you get the last word. I want you to sum up the Camino in one word and why. Uh, I think uh, the, the family, family because, um, yeah, in our group, the Camino family, it was, for me, for me, it was the, um, the most beautiful stuff on this trip, yes. Yeah, yeah, how lovely, the family. So who is going to tell yeah. us a Camino story? Kevin. Um, we were walking um, uh, probably about 10 kilometers uh, just outside on the way to Lugo. And we, uh, we stopped at... Um, I actually looked it up, so give me a second here. At uh, Villar de Cas, and I don't know if you guys remember, it was a bar, and we stopped, and you know we we're planning on getting a coffee, and uh, I think you know we we spent a good amount of time there, but for the people listening, if you get a chance to stay at Villa or uh, Villar de Casa. Um, just, like I said, just short of 10 kilometers before Lugo. It is like the Ritz Carlton of albergues. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Um, just the, the whole, all of the, all of the, uh, you know, the, the showers, the bathrooms, the sleeping arrangements, the bunk beds, the kitchen, the gardens was just tremendous. And while my Spanish is definitely um, maybe just a little bit above terrible, um, I enjoyed watching Maria and Jave and Adrian talk with this family. But one of the best things they did was Jave asked the gentleman here in Lugo, where do we go get Polpo? And of wow. course we all know Polpo is the, the octopus. Um, there and he told us where to go and Dan we left we all met in uh, in uh, we, Lugo was one place we did stay at different albergues um, I think that we had we were in three different albergues and and we usually stayed together but that was one night so we met in Lugo and Javi led us to the place and we are going to not necessarily the most popular part of town. We're not in a tourist area. And we go to this place and they got these big pots and they're cooking octopus. And they take these, you know, people who aren't Spanish and say, yes, you know, here's a table for you. And I admit they did give us that proverbial table in the back next to the bathrooms. And we were there just ourselves, but an hour later, the place was full of locals. 
It was amazing. It was, we were watching families, Spanish families coming, everyone having a great time. And it was a great experience for me. I enjoyed sharing it with everybody here, but it was being a fly on a wall and really getting to see how the Spanish, the Spaniards live. I mean, every other table was, was a local family and it was really just a treat to see that. Wow, what a great experience. That's one of the things, the great things about the Camino is really having the opportunity to delve into and dive into the culture and to see it in slow motion. Um, and to, to do it alongside people that you've come to know and love is such a special blessing. So I want to finish by saying congratulations to you all. And a very special thank you to Javier, Adrian and Volker because it's the middle of the night in Europe. Thank you for making this interview possible. And thanks to all of you for taking the time to talk to me to celebrate what it means to walk with strangers who become friends and eventually a family. Remember, families are like fudge, mostly sweet, but with a few nuts. So buen camino to all of you. Buen camino, Kevin. Buen camino, Dan. This was very, very enjoyable. Thanks. Yeah. Buen camino, Arena. Buen Camino. Buen Camino, Maria. Buen Camino. Buen Camino, Javier. Buen Camino, Dan. Buen Camino, Adrian. Buen Camino, amigo. And Volker in Germany. Buen Camino, amigo. Buen Camino, Dan. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> Camino family chat. Helpful if you're working on your Spanish, I suppose, but... I wanted to leave those answers in because I really felt like Javier and Adrian, that's their language and, and we want to hear them speaking their, their own language. It was really quite interesting in a way. Um, so thank you very much for your company this week. One of my favorite quotes was from the American actor Michael J. Fox, family is not an important thing, it's everything. Thanks again to my Patreon sponsors for helping keep the podcast alive and well. And you can sponsor me by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. Until next week, I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino. Somewhere along the way, somewhere along.